0: Hey, my name is Alex, and this is the Put You On podcast. This is the podcast where I put you on to new singles, new artists, and all the new releases that I love, and talk about some of the music that I might not love every single week. There's a lot of music out there that doesn't get the attention it deserves, and I'm here to show you that. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode eight of the Put You On podcast. I was highly debating if I should actually record an episode this week as I simply don't have any new releases that I really want to share with you. I figured maybe I'd just wait till next week when there was more that I had to share and more I could talk about. But last week I also spoke about how music can be underrated as a healing agent and that music can bring us comfort in darker times. So what I decided to do was that I'd make this episode a special episode, where I talk about three of my favorite albums that I can always go back to and enjoy no matter what. These three albums come from more recent times, from around the past 10 years. You might already know about these albums, but maybe you don't, and maybe you'll discover an artist or an album that you really like. Anyway, let's dive right into it. The first album that I want to talk about is from the band Phoenix, and the album is called Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. This was the fourth album from the indie pop rock group at the time in 2009. With their previous three albums, they had built up a pretty decent following, but they were still very much more underground and quote-unquote indie. With this album, however, they ventured more into the mainstream a lot and really started to just blow up. It's very, very likely that many people will recognize the two opening songs, Liz to Mania and 1901, Both of those songs were lead singles off this album, and for good reason. They're both incredible and have these super infectious, catchy hooks that you just can't get out of your head. They've both currently amassed over 160 million streams on Spotify, which is just insane. And the third single, Lasso, is another favorite of mine off the album. It opens with this fast-paced drum pattern that plays for pretty much the entirety of the track, before this drum roll actually comes in for another catchy chorus. This song also features a cute little guitar solo, something that is pretty rare for a Phoenix song, but it definitely adds a lot to the album. The two-part Love Like a Sunset that middles this album is a fantastic addition to the tracklist, and it just builds and builds until it peaks, and then they add these like groovy guitars and drums that come in to begin yet another build-up before transitioning to that second part of this track. The second part is, of course, the lyrical part of Love Like a Sunset, and it's probably the most beautiful moment on the album where lead singer Thomas Mars sings about the fleetingness of love. I have to mention that this album was fully produced by both the band and legendary fellow French producer Philippe Zadar, who sadly passed away last year. Uh, Philippe had worked with Big artists such as Kanye West and was also part of the French dance duo Cassius. And whether it's the glitzy guitar riffs, the synth-infused instrumentals, or the banging drum patterns, or even the endless anthems that seem to be on this album, I could promise you that there is definitely something on this project that you will absolutely love. This album was one of the first that really got me into indie rock and indie music in general. At the time that I heard this album, I was only 13 years old, and it just opened up a whole world of music, and I just fell into this, this rabbit hole of music that I had no idea even existed. I still remember listening to this album like over and over and over again on my old iPod Touch, and I still remember hearing Listomania for the first time and being unable to listen to anything else. I think I can say that this was definitely one of the first albums that really piqued my interest in wanting to discover new music and discover new bands that nobody really knew about. I still go back to this album every now and then, and I don't think I'll ever really get tired of it. It's only 10 tracks and 36 minutes long, so it's not very long, but those 36 minutes are basically perfect all the way through. Many people might know those two big singles that I had mentioned in Listomania 1901, but the rest of the album is also genius, and I think those other songs actually get a bit overshadowed by the singles all of the other songs that I didn't even mention, like Confences, Countdown, Girlfriend, and Armistice, those are all also fantastic songs that I think deserve as much attention as those big singles did. Honestly, this album is just perfect front to back. Phoenix has been consistently amazing for 20 years now, and I urge you all to get into their discography. If you never have before, they've released two albums after this one. Those two albums are called Bankrupt and the latest Tiamo, and they're Both also very catchy and amazing. I really would love if you would check out Phoenix's discography because I think they're one of the best bands in modern times. The second album that I want to talk about comes from Bombay Bicycle Club. And it was actually them that kind of inspired this episode in the first place when they had mentioned that their newest album, Everything Else Has Gone Wrong, was about how music can bring us comfort in these dark times, like I had said. However, I've already reviewed and talked about that newest album on the very first episode of the podcast. So today, I'm deciding to talk about their album So Long See You Tomorrow from 2014 instead. This album has a ton of songs that are just so calming and nice to listen to. It puts me just in one of those moods where I I have this feeling of reassurance whenever I put it on. This album also has some of the best and most unique sounds as the band mixes in their regular indie rock sound, with India, Japanese, and Turkish influences all inspired by lead singer Jack Stedman's travels through those countries. The album begins with the song Overdone, where the band is really trying to showcase that new sound that the band has discovered with these Bollywood-esque strings that are prominently featured throughout the track. There's also some really great guitar riffs and melodies on this track, as well as some pummeling drums that drive the song forward. The second song, It's Alright Now, is a much more calming track, The marching band-like percussion throughout the song provides a nice backdrop for the song, along with these high-pitched, heavenly, steel, drummy... kind of hits. The title of the track, It's Alright Now, is enough to make me feel calm. The fourth track, Home By Now, is another unique production with a more sample-inspired instrumental before shifting towards a gorgeous duet between Jack and Lucy Rose, another vocalist who plays a big role on this album. The chorus on this song is one of the strongest on the entire project, with the two vocalists singing, If you want to try, you could call out and see me, I could be home by now. The next song on the album is Whenever, Wherever. The song begins with this slow-paced piano intro, with Jack singing on top of it. The song then transitions into a much faster song with blistering drums, and a flurry of lyrical repetition comes in, where Jack sings, Whenever you want it, wherever you want it, over and over as the song ramps up and up before coming to a big close where the song then slows back down, back to that piano instrumental. Another heavy favourite of mine and perhaps the best song on the album is the track Luna, which sees another guest vocalist, Ray Morris, sing beautifully alongside Jack once again. Her vocals and the entirety of the song is infectious and just so fun to listen to. This is another song that strings together sounds from different genres such as dance, folk, and indie rock. The groovy bass line that plays underneath is catchy and the drums are powerful and really push the song forward. The song just feels great to listen to, and it remains one of the group's strongest songs in their entire discography. The two slower tracks on the second half of the album, Eyes Off You and the title track, So Long See You Tomorrow, both begin slow before the band adds a multitude of layers and massive drums to bring both the songs to their climaxes. It's a common element that's used pretty frequently on this album, but it makes each of these songs feel like they could all be played on their own, as well as be part of something greater, like... It is on this album. The track Come To is also beautifully composed and provides another calming track on the back half of this album. The opening guitar riff sets the tone of the song before Jack sings about a relationship that is slowly dying out. Lucy Rose sings once again on this song, harmonizing nicely with Jack. There are also the two more punchy songs that were written on this album, Carry Me and Feel, that add some more diversity to the album, while keeping that same world music-inspired feel. I really enjoy listening to this album a lot, and I can recall many times where I turned to it when I was feeling anxious or stressed out. There's just something about the sound of this album that makes me feel calm. It's just so soothing and pleasant to listen to. The album is filled with a ton of layers and melodies that accompany each other, and it all just comes together to make something unique and gorgeous. It's vibrant, and it just has these euphoric bursts all throughout it. It's an extremely fun listen with each song basically having its own flavor and personality. And I've come back to this album many, many times and I would easily recommend it to anyone. The last album that I want to share has brought me an immense amount of comfort and inspiration in the last year. It's the sophomore album from another French producer, Maddian, and the album is called Good Faith. I've been obsessed with Maddian ever since he released a video on YouTube back in 2011. The video was a performance of and using a launchpad to create a song he titled Pop Culture. Pop Culture samples 39 different popular songs from artists like Madonna, Michael Jackson, Britney Spears, The Killers, The Who, to artists like Justice, Gorillaz, Deadmau5, Chromio, the list goes on, and basically he takes all these relatively popular songs and artists and turns it upside down. I was a huge fan of his debut album Adventure, but it had been four years before he released any new solo tracks after that album but he finally released his lead single and it was called All My Friends. It turned a lot of Madian fans heads upside down when he released it. It was a lot more poppy than previous songs and it heavily featured his own vocals. The song features an insanely groovy bassline and a catchy hook where he sings and repeats the line All my friends are watching. I can hear them talking over and over all over the chorus. The second single, Dream Dream Dream, also serves as the album opener this song opens with these chopped up, uplifting choir vocals that are the focal point of the song. Madian sings again, except on this track, his vocals have been heavily processed in a way to make it sound pitched down. It's a really beautiful song and the chorus just explodes with these huge chords and with those chopped up choir vocals on top of everything, it just makes you feel so good. It's such a touching and inspiring song. The outro is also a really great part where he basically sings the lead of the song, but his vocals are so heavily processed and distorted that his voice basically sounds like a guitar. The third single was Be Fine, a song that I haven't stopped listening to ever since it came out. It's another song that features those choir-like vocals that get chopped up, but this time there's a guitar riff that serves as the main point of the song. Madian's vocal melodies throughout this song are great and his delivery is perfect. Everything about it is so captivating and appealing to me, I really love everything about it. Those three singles actually serve as the opening three songs to the album. With Dream 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 opening up the album, then it's All My Friends, then it's the third single, Be Fine. The middle of the album features the songs Nirvana and Mania, which kind of go together. The second part, Mania, is probably the biggest electronic banger on the album. It opens with these huge tom drums before the big synthetic drums and vocal leads come in. The song then slows down for only a moment to bring in the main arpeggio lead, But then the song really takes off after that. Those huge synthetic drums come back in on top of that arpeggio and it just creates this massive moment. The sixth track on the album, Miracle, is one of the best and most beautiful electronic tracks I think I've ever heard. Even Madian himself has said that he thinks this song is the best song he's ever written. The song opens with Madian singing over top a very minimalistic instrumental. And he sings about how he's got to leave his home in France and go to America to fully realize his dream of completing this album and his vision for it. The song then breaks out into this huge moment where children choir vocals are sung on top of big drum hits that continue to build up and up until the chorus drops. And the chorus features Madian basically humming this incredibly catchy lead that just repeats as more details get added to the instrumental. The outro of the song features vocals from singer Callie Day when she repeats the line, Can You Show Me a Miracle? this song is the biggest moment on the album and it feels like the true culmination of everything Madian had been trying to achieve for the project is what it really feels like. Every time I listen to this track I just feel so amazing and it, it puts me in the best mood every time. It's such a gorgeous and elevating track I just don't think I'll ever get enough out of it. The following track, No Fear No More, brings back a quicker pace with these more punchy drums and filtered warped synths. This song is the biggest banger on the second half of the album, with yet another incredibly catchy chorus and a second verse that again features a children's choir. Everything about this song is so joyous and cheerful and happy, especially the second chorus that has these big strings that come in and complete the song. The rest of the album is much more focused on singing. The songs Hold Me Just Because, Heavy With Hoping, and Borealis all have more emphasis on songwriting and vocals. These tracks are still great to listen to and add a ton of depth to the project. Heavy with Hoping is this soulful ballad about unrequited love that features vocals from Audre May. And the outro track, Borealis, is about fatherhood and his future children, where he sings, You'll be made out of passion, you'll be made out of love, and I won't make a plan for who you'll be, you'll be named after me. It's a really nice outro song and closes the project out in a very gorgeous way. I can talk for days about this album, I've honestly been wanting to talk about this album on the podcast for a while, or any of Madian's works, or Madian in general, I think honestly he's probably one of the most creative minds in all of electronic music today. And I wish more people were into him, I haven't even talked about how amazing the Good Faith live show was, where he made numerous edits to all these songs and even updated older ones and mashed new with old together. It's just an incredible experience to witness live. If you see him at a festival or if he's in your city, please go see him. You will not regret it. I have listened to this album front to back so many times and it never gets old for me. This album brings me comfort. It brings me happiness and joy. It's such an incredible project. If you were to choose any of the albums that I spoke about today on this episode, I really want to recommend this one. I truly, truly think this album is really special. And honestly, I think it even competes up there for my favorite album ever. Well, it's definitely up there no matter what. And those are the three albums that I often find myself going back to, especially in darker times or just times when I'm feeling overwhelmed or even a little anxious. I'm only noticing now that all three of these albums are 10 tracks long. I think there's something special about having 10 songs on an album. I feel it's usually because it's the artist or the band who's picking the 10 absolute best songs for the project. So there's just less filler. Anyway, I hope you take the time to check these albums out because I think they're all just incredible. If you have any other albums of your own that you find yourself going back to, please send them my way. I'd love to check out other people's comfort albums. You can send them through Instagram or Twitter. Anyway, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the podcast, and I'll see you all next time.